1: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
0: This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. And now get two hundred and fifty dollars when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. RAMP.com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC Terms and Condition Supply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus,
2: Hey there, welcome to the Pittsburgh Steeler Power Half Hour on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com uh, where we rank stuff. I'm We're the Ohio guys. I'm Chris Pugh. Got Joe Frost from me.
3: With me. From me. How, how could you be from me? Uh, you, you did not father me. I am slugging my words. I'm not I, born from you. I did not emerge from the side of your head like you right. are Zeus. You, you are with me. and Yes. We're not in the same room, but you're, you're with me, I guess. Um, Sorry.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Only half the time.
3: Depends you're... on which ridiculous things you're saying right now. Right, definitely. definitely. I may no longer be with you. Paul Yancek is celebrating the
2: birthday of his wife, so happy birthday, Julie. Um, we will we should see him back next week. Um, kind of interesting week for the Steelers, Joe. Not a whole lot on the field, but off the field. My goodness gracious, Steelers Nation lost their collective minds this week because um, the initial conversations were the naming rights were coming up. Um, and uh, it was originally reported that Hinesfield was going to keep its name. Heinz was going to uh, give enough money to have the naming rights. But the longer things went on, the decision kept on kind of being put off, put off. And a new company stepped up. Akersure Insurance. Um, they're from Michigan. They paid three times as much as Heinz were offering. And now, so long Heinz Field, we've got Acresher Stadium.
3: Um, yeah. I've, got, I've got some thoughts, but Joe, why don't you give me your thoughts first? Oh, there's so many things that go into this. And, and in some ways, in modern sports, the, between the 2022. 20, uh, era of sports, there are so many stadiums and fields and whatever else that are named after these uh, these companies that are less iconic and more, you know, just financial contributors. And so we just name it after whatever business shows up with the biggest check. Um, it's a little disappointing that the Steelers have gone this way, um, but at the same time, we're not unique. This is not the first time that a that a sports stadium has been named after a company that uh, really doesn't have any poetry to its name, uh, not any direct connection to the sport, the city. Um, but here we are, uh, and so it's. It's disappointing, but it's not necessarily something to truly bemoan the way that Steeler Nation has just lost its collective mind over the preciousness of Heinz Field.
2: Well, and I went off. I, I upload a podcast the other day where I just kind of said, this is stupid. Um, you, you know, I grew up with Three River Stadium. When they changed to Heinz Field, I'm sorry, I don't live in Pittsburgh. I didn't realize Heinz was this big Pittsburgh company. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, whoa, this is kind of bizarre. they a new stadium, and it's called Heinz Field. Right. What about Three Rivers Stadium? Or why could they call it Bradshaw Field? Or, you know, Sewers Stadium, or whatever else the case might be. $50 okay. million, dollars, that's why. Right. But, you know, you sit there at the first, and you're like, oh, Heinz Field, what's this all about? And then you're like, wow, the Sewers are the same football team. And the Steelers play pretty well. They're consistent. They're, you know, they have a legacy of only three head coaches since 1969. And um, you know, they drafted Big Ben, and Big Ben became a great quarterback, and he was a quarterback for 18 years. Where other teams like the Browns have 17 quarterbacks over 18 years and stuff. And why I bring all this up is Heinzfield did nothing to change the team. Like it yeah. wasn't like they said. Alright it's Heinzfield, we gotta stink right now, or we gotta stop picking good players, or we gotta stop having a great defense or whatever else the case it would be. Right. The team was the same. The team I'm sure they cared, but they didn't like say, Oh man, I can only play eighty percent of how I played in the past because it's a different stadium name. It's the same stadium. Uh Akersher Stadium, you're gonna walk in there and you're gonna be like, Wow, it's T J Watt. Wow, it's Make it Fitzpatrick. The players are gonna be the same. Yeah, it'll be different because Big Ben's not quarterbacking, but Big Ben wouldn't be the quarterback if Hines Field was still Heinz Field. Mm-hmm. I I I, you know, I hate to be harsh because I back the Steelers. I like being on this. You know. Um could you help Paul out? Jim mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. I I like the um I like the Steelers. I like um, supporting the team and everything. But I got to be honest with you. Steelers fans are bemoaning this right now. What do you want? I I mean, this offseason has gone way too long. Train camp begins in two weeks. Let's have train camp begin today. Because we're getting from the insane to the silly season of, you know, the offseason. Now we're yelling about the same
3: name changing.
2: What's it going to be next? I mean, it's just, you know, it's just...
3: Well, they're going to have to change up the menu, right? We'll have to freak out about the menu. You know, they, they had a press conference,
2: and I guess half the questions were like, oh, will the ketchup balls be taken off the scoreboard? And Rooney was like, hey, they may stay on. You may not see that much of a difference. I, I, and all the goofballs on, on social media, Again, I'm, I apologize if, if I'm offending you people, but you know, there's goofballs on social media. Well, it'll always be Three River Stadium for me, or it'll always be Heinz Field for me. Who cares? You know what I mean? All that they're doing is, at Stadium, they spent money, it's like an ad. They're putting an ad on Heinz Field, or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And... Well, what else? they gave money? If if somebody w- cared that much, like, what if everyone in Pittsburgh, and, and Paul Yancek's joining us now, if, if Paul check and all the other taxpayers of Pittsburgh each donated $10 apiece and they gave it to the maybe then
3: you could name it Bradshaw Field or Rocky Blyer Stadium. or. But do they not have to give money every single time they go to the stadium?
1: Yeah. Like you, you know already what, pay, tickets?
3: you already pay to go to this place, and why does it have to have such a ridiculous stamp? I, uh, I, you know, one hundred and fifty million dollars, you know, it talks, and it makes sense. You just right. take, because now you actually have those resources to make improvements to the stadium. Yes, if you have to remove the ketchup bottles, yes, if you want to fix something else that's going on in the stadium that you just want to improve the fan experience, you have 150 million dollars to be able to do that.
1: That ketchup bottles are already gone, by the way,
3: they are that fast. Yep, oh man, wow, they probably and unscrewed it, them before the announcement.
1: And just if I could just give Acushner one comment, if they really wanted to endear themselves to Pittsburgh and still get their advertising, I know it's a little clumpy, but it's not unprecedented. Acushner Field at Three River Stadium—that wouldn't look like a lead balloon.
3: Well, I, yeah,
2: I just. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, here's what I'm thinking about. I, I live in Ohio. You to live in Northeast Ohio. Uh, you know, Jacobs Field meant a lot to... Oh people. my gosh, I was
3: thinking about that a lot during all of this. Right. I will never call it whatever it's called now. But <laughs> it, got, it got changed to Progressive Field. And Jacobs Field, that was the owner of
2: the Indians at the time. Yeah. And so Progressive is a local insurance place. They buy out the stadium. And, and first of all, I'm like, whoa, this is so weird. It's so different. But I'm like, they're playing baseball in the stadium. They don't spend money, no matter who supports it. It is what it is. <laughs> and, you know, you might say, and, and you know, like anything, you might change your favorite team for whatever reason, but if you're changing your name, uh, your favorite team, over a name of a stadium, my brother, and I'll call him out, my brother, like, the, he, he's a big baseball guy. He likes the Indians. He said, hey, they changed the name to the Guardians. I'm mad. I'm not going to support them anymore. Okay, that's your choice. I was even telling him it's the same team. They didn't change their players. They have the same attributes. They have the same philosophy and everything else. The Steelers aren't changing the name of their team. It's just the name of the stadium. I, I, yeah, by I the just, way, I like
1: I like the Guardians better now that they're the Guardians, the
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. So whoever they the game. lost,
1: they gained me.
3: Well, it- right, that's true, that's true But I will say that when you are actually changing a stadium Like a full-on stadium change to a new structure, to sure. a new building It's a completely different fantasy experience, it's a different environment I remember the changeover from uh, Cleveland Stadium, the Municipal Stadium down by the lake uh, Over to Jacobs Field, which is much more downtown, uh, a little bit off the lake um, Yeah, yeah and it, it changed the environment for the fans, and it did change the, the the nature of the team. For the first, within the first three years of being in Jacobs Field, they were now in contention for, you know, winning the American League. They went to the right. World Series. They, you know, it, it really did change the mindset around the team, but that's when you change a whole stadium. right? You build a new place. Not just when you change over to accuracy. I think that at this point there's just too many other places around the country that have, frankly, stupid names like that that are just money grubbing names. There's too many places that have done it to feel like, oh my gosh, I can't believe the Steelers have done this. Right. Money talks, man. If somebody else and, wants yeah. it, hundred and fifty million dollars, that's the that's the price. Right. Maybe more
1: than any other city I've encountered. Pittsburgh doesn't like change. And you change something uh, as beloved as the stadium name. Uh, I mean, Hines, there's Pittsburgh Roots. I mean, it it just really fed into Pittsburgh culture. What? But let's
3: just say, this. let's be honest, though. We got used to it, but Hines Field is also dumb. Right. (laughs) It is not intimidating. Oh, my gosh, I got to come to Ketchup Land? Like, is that really an intimidating... Stadium name that we felt was so precious. Like I, I, get Three Rivers Stadium. I get names that are, you know, that that have a certain intimidation to them, or an atmosphere, or whatever. It was Heinz Field. But... But, you know, I just don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not holding on so precious to Heinz Field. I don't like AccraSure that much. But, but I don't <laughs> think that it really had to stay Heinz Field from now until the end of time. Well, and first
2: of all, I agree with what Paul says. Pittsburghers don't like change. I mean, Paul's right. But, like, Three Rivers Stadium stunk because it was just <laughs> like, yeah, I know I hate saying this. I feel like the the Steeler Nation, like, the thunder from the clouds of Steeler Nation is like, <laughs> You know, strike me dead by saying that, but look back at it. That was at a time where a lot of stadiums were built exactly the same. Yeah, Three Rivers looked like Riverfront. Uh, it looked like Veterans Stadium, you know, where the Phillies and the Eagles played. It there really wasn't a ton of distinguishing marks about Three Rivers Stadium. If we like our consistency, didn't the as used to play at Forbes Field, where the Pirates played a long time ago? Let's just bring yeah, back, for- so. yeah. Let's bring back Forbes Field. We'll, we'll play Steelers games. I mean, and Pirates games there. I mean, it's just. Yeah, I know the Steelers sunk back then. I, I also, actually it's actually also
3: a little weird a that it's a Michigan company. A park there now?
2: Yeah. Well, I'm sure you can, you know, pace out a hundred yards somewhere in that park. You, know? Know? <laughs> you can play your games
3: there. You just know? put the paint wherever you need. It goes a little bit into the parking lot. No big yeah. deal. You just it's, don't want to dive into that end of the field, and you'll have your consistency, Stewards fans.
2: There you go. We'll take 150 million out of the Rooney's pockets, and you can call it, right. you know, Forbes Park or the place the Steelers plays or whatever, whatever you want to call it. See, maybe like if you go to any mall around here, you can go out in
1: front of the Dick Sporting Goods, and you can sit in the original seats from Three River Stadium. So maybe. They'll like section off the ketchup bottles and put those yeah. in walls in front of dicks, and you can you can go really visit good. the pieces yeah. of the ketchup bottles.
3: If the building is structurally sound, you can attach them straight up onto the the uh, the walls of dicks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I just I, and it's still going to be renegade. I'm sure next year.
2: I mean, like I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> oh, no, no, changing it to Dancing Queen. Yeah, yeah. If they did that, because like Aceture came in and said, "All right, all of your traditions are dead." <laughs> We're going to play Dancing Queen now, the Fire Up Team. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll get on here and say, <laughs> darn you, Akashir. Just yeah.
3: slightly less intimidating. Yeah, I mean. But,
1: but, it, Dancing Queen slaps. Come
3: on. Yeah. Uh, or, or, or if they said. Okay, hey. fine. We'll change it to I Saw the Sign. Right. By Ace of Base.
2: <laughs> but,
3: or Barbie Girl. Akashir. <laughs> by yeah. Aqua.
2: I, I'm sure if you buy and rights, you get sweet at the stadium. But they're not involved in any player personnel decisions. It's not like they're going to be like, "Oh, you guys they're are going to
3: approve anything, right?" You, you guys go, hey, play. Can we get this player. They go, acro sure." Yeah. Or or if they sit there and say, "I don't like how
2: you guys have a dominating defense. You know, get rid of those guys. <laughs> I want a Big Twelve defense." I think defense, we should or...
3: really specialize in special teams. Let's just yeah, stop yes. being such a good defense.
1: You know, I, it, everything is better. I'll give a shout-out to my former hometown on the west side of Cleveland, but the high school football stadium, the naming rights were bought by a local car dealership, and it was mm-hmm. Morris Cadillac. But his slogan was Drive Morris Cadillac. So the high school football stadium was Drive Morris Stadium. That could be the worst stadium name.
3: ever <laughs>
1: Well, go to North Homestead to the Drive Morris Stadium.
3: Uh yeah.
2: Well, well, here's the thing. I bet you in ten years we're going to be fine with Ackersford Stadium. I'm sure we'll be fine. It'll be like the Ack or whatever you want to call Once it. pick
1: it, racks up three Super Bowls, we'll forget all. The time for all well. right.
3: So I just I just looked up real quickly the worst stadium names in okay. America. Uh, this is coming off of Bleacher Report. So twelve would be guaranteed rate field. Yeah, which is stuck. just which is pretty awful. That's the White Sox, Smoothie King Center. Yeah, which is where the New Orleans Pelicans are. The KFC Yum Center,
2: Ooh. Louisville. Basketball. Who plays there.
3: Louisville. Who does? Oh, Louisville. Okay. The Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, Tony Macaroni Arena, <laughs> Livingston Football Club. <laughs> uh, it was used to be Almondvale Stadium then it became Energy Assets Arena and now it's Tony Macaroni Arena <laughs> which is a pizza and pasta restaurant chain in Scotland. Talking Stick Resort Arena is where mm. the Phoenix Suns and Mercury play. Really Sociabank okay. Saddle Dome okay. is where the Cal- Calgary Flames play welcome stadium which is Dayton welcome stadium that's terrible Mm -hmm. Mendejo's Jungle (laughs) is the name of a stadium Castleford Tigers Rugby League Football Club Mm -hmm. play at Mendejo's Jungle The University of Phoenix Stadium which is just super bland that's the Arizona Cardinals oh my gosh this is a cricket stadium The Andra cricket team plays at Dr. Y.S. Rajaskara Ready, (laughs) A-C-A-V-D-C-A Cricket Stadium.
2: But if they
3: donate the money,
2: that could be a suicide.
3: That's horrifying. That's only the third. Hunky Dory's Park. a proctologist by any chance? I hope so. (laughs) Uh, Hunky Dory's Park for Drogheda United. Uh, I'm not sure where that even is. And the worst one is Lou's Football Club in England. Their Ugh. stadium is called, officially, The Dripping Pan. Wow.
1: <laughs> Tony Macaroni's might be the best stadium.
3: Tony that, Macaroni. <laughs> I don't know. I can't wait to get to Dr. YS Rajascar Ready ACA VDCA <laughs> Cricket Stadium. I can just see me relaxing at that stadium. <laughs> mm.
2: Well, and even some NFL stadiums are kind of playing, like I, I think of the 49ers, it's like Levi's Stadium. I mean, yeah. it's not as bad as the ones you mentioned, but, you, you know, back to your point, Joe, are you scared going? You know, I'm going to the Blue Jeans Stadium? You know, it just kind right. of strange. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, you know, I, I kind of sit there and say whatever it's called, even some of the goofball names that Joe just mentioned, if you win games and you have the money to keep your players... Akers going to be fine. It's like Heinz Field. I mean, the first year until I'm like, what the heck is? I, I know what Heinz was, but I'm like, I miss River Stadium. But once the football stayed the same, I'm like, whatever, it's fine. I mean, you now, got could you analog...
1: imagine the the pep talk in the locker room? Like, okay, guys, don't get psyched out, but we got to head to Dripping Pan Stadium.
3: Yeah, we're gonna. No one's gonna come into the Dripping Pan. And nice. <laughs> take a win from us, but, but you know all of the corporate names: Enron Field, City Field, FedEx Field, right. you know, Truest well, Ballpark, New Era Field, SoFi. Like they're all. I love like the this crew's beautiful
1: new stadium. is Lower Dot Com Field,
3: right? Rocket Mortgage Guaranteed Rate Field, American but, Airlines Center.
2: But for all these same you mentioned, they paid up. And nothing against Heinz. I, I mean, I, I think one of the podcasts we work for was saying something to this effect. Don't get mad at Accenture, Get mad at Heinz. Heinz didn't step up. You know, we talked about U.S. Steel. You know, they didn't step up.
3: You know. U.S. Steel, Steel doesn't go. have a, a spare $150 million lying around. Permanti Brothers didn't step up. Yeah. I they would be so happy. They did. That's great. Yeah. I love it. Um, Could you do some research and find out
1: how much Tony Macaroni paid for the naming rights?
3: Oh, let's see if I can find it. I'm just
1: thinking, like, there might be, like, a third-level cricket team that we could get the naming rights to their stadium for, like, 20 bucks, maybe.
3: Yeah, you never know. Name it Pittsburgh Steeler Power Half Hour Stadium. Well, (laughs)
2: Jimmy Kimmel now sponsors the college bowl game. I I know Jimmy Kimmel's got a little bit more money than we do, but still, that's kind of wild. All right, well, while you're looking it up, Joe, we got to take an ad break because we are going a little bit late. Um, this is the uh, Pittsburgh Steel Power Half Hour on BehindStillCurtain.com. We'll be right back. All right, we're back here on the Pittsburgh Steeler Power Half Hour on Uh, Talk about the craziness of the new stadium name, Accresure. And look, we understand it's new, it's different. We understand some of you are traditionalists, but lay off the complaints. It's a football stadium. The team's the same. Nothing's going to change. Because we it, don't want
1: hate when... All of a sudden, the the fighting cockroaches of the cricket league are playing at the Pittsburgh Steeler Power Half Hour Field at right. uh, behindthestrollcurtain dot com Stadium. Right.
3: Yes. Your lettering will have You're layering to bunch for all. Oh yeah, yeah. it's gonna be a lot like that doctor's stadium. Yes. <laughs> <You're just> Throw in <laughs> other letters just for right. fun while we're at it.
2: Probably use like 15 point type to make sure it all fits on the sign. It'll it'll be very interesting. So, yeah, so just chill out, relax. I I think this offseason is going too long. Uh, Training camp everyone's looking forward to because there's a lot of new players, a quarterback competition, and I think we're all on edge. Every announcement we're freaking out about, just relax, Steel Nation. It's going to be okay. In two weeks, training camp will start. We'll, We'll be able to use this time to talk about the quarterback competition not 22 minutes on Acushnet Stadium, so uh, our, our apologies in advance to somebody's like, "Why do you talk about the same much?" There's not a lot of extra stuff going on,
1: but everybody's it, talking about the stadium,
2: <laughs> right? But uh, to save myself from a very awkward um, promo at the end, check out behind the Silk curtain. Lots of great news on there. Um, I saw something that made me scratch my head. I haven't heard about this before. Uh, But apparently somebody was talking to Steelers defensive line coach Carl Dunbar. And the Steelers, thankfully, uh, they were able to uh, sign Larry Ogunjobi. Uh, So they got some depth now that they need for the line. I really think Ogunjobi has a good chance of starting. But Dunbar threw out another name we should take a look at to kind of surprise me. How about Martavius Adams? Um, Adams got picked up from the Saints halfway during the year when the Sewers had a bunch of injuries and Adams wasn't Casey Hampton in those tackle, but Adams helped right the ship. The Steelers had a lot of injuries and he kind of made things a little bit better for a while. Um, Paul, I'll start with you. What do you think the defense line should look like? If you were the coach and you were saying, here are the three guys we want to start.
1: Oh gosh. Um, uh... Well, I think Obi Wan Kenobi and Cam. Um, I I don't think they need another elite level player uh, to find somebody solid. There, there's got to one of those guys has got to be on the roster. I, I'm not too worried about finding uh, more help on the D line. I think we're I think they're in pretty decent shape. But I can be wrong.
3: Yeah, Joe, so who would be your stars? What, for the line we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's Joby, Yaluulu, and Hayward, right? Well, it's interesting, because I'm
2: looking at this article from BehindTheSteelCurrent.com. This was written by Shannon White, and he's throwing out some ideas here. And I'm not saying they're not possible. I just don't... I haven't thought about this way before. Um, he's He said he talked about a recent article saying, what if they started Hayward, uh, Alulu, and, and Kirk Lauderbelt across the defensive line? Um, he said that would give the Steelers a good run-stuffing unit to start each contest. But again, you know, assuming these guys stay healthy, what you could do is they don't have to play all three downs. You could have Wormley sub in, Adam subbing in, and Joby subbing in um, on, like, passing downs. So, like, you're going to see a bunch of guys play there, but instead of saying, okay, we're only playing these three guys, nobody else, now you've got six guys that can come in and fill particular needs, I guess, based on if it's a running down or a passing down.
1: Have we, made, have we seen enough of Loudermilk to go all in?
2: To name yeah, to three. I, I don't know. I, I think he was the guy had to play a lot last year based on the injuries. And I don't know if the Sewers ever got to a place where they had great run defense. But I think he kind of put his finger in the the big hole in the dam to kind of make it where, you know, it, it wasn't as bad as in the Vikings game. You know what I mean? And I kind of look at Martinez Adams the same way, too. I like both those guys. I'm not sure if I like those guys enough to start. I'm hoping they can step up, but you know you've got. I think the thing I can tell you for sure is I think they got a lot more depth than they did last year. I mean, if they, if they look yeah. at LaDamek and Adams, this guys could help. You know, and that you've got Ty Lulu, you got you know Joby, Cam Hayward. I mean, you can't forget him uh, and Chris Wormley. Man, I mean, compared to last year, this is a dynamite defense line.
3: Yeah, louder going to do a lot better in, in the second season than he did getting thrown to the wolves last year when it was just an emergency. But even behind the, all of those guys that you're already talking about, you got Carlos Davis, you got Henry Mondo, you got DeMar- DeMarvin Leal, who you know needs to stay back for a little yeah. bit to, to to get up to speed, but will probably be a starter at some point. And Khalil Davis is still on the roster as well. So I mean, there's there's a lot of dudes uh, and. Having more time together is going to be uh, a, a, a good thing, and also being able to move forward and letting people retire and <laughs> move forward uh, and not sit around hoping someone's going to show up one day. Well, I
2: think it was, too, Liao was the third-round draft pick, so he's making the team, I mean, unless he completely falls apart in training camp. So right. So if they keep, I don't know, the NFL team keeps, what, about six linemen maybe? <laughs> i mean they can keep more or less but if you kept depending on what
3: else they're keeping
2: yeah yeah they may have to make a tough choice because you think of what you got hayward definitely he'll he'll be there oh would definitely be there Mm -hmm. um uh lulu who would definitely be there uh wormley would be there um who else are we talking about
3: Adams, Uh, slaughter milk yeah. yeah
2: Yeah, so even before I, you I get to all of
3: those guys, probably all got to be there.
2: Well, and even before you get to the law, we mentioned six guys. Yeah, so so maybe Adams or a but don't make it. I mean, you know, or because I, I can't imagine they wouldn't keep warmly, but you never know. I mean, we've mentioned six guys plus a third round pick. You you, got, you can't put on the taxi squad. I mean. They're not a place where they've got enough good guys for they may have to let a guy go. That's half decent, you know. Who knows? So,
3: yeah, it really sucks being stacked with great talent. Well,
2: <laughs> a lot better than last year when you know the three of us could have started the defensive line probably by the end yeah. of the year. So, <laughs> all right. Well, hey, thanks for checking out the show. Thanks for sticking with us, and the rest of our podcast, and behindstillkritten I know it's the off season. Uh, The NFL has kept us busy during this weird month of July. But, you know, lots of great stuff to read and listen to on behindstillcurtain.com. Keep checking us out. In two weeks, train camp starts. It's going to be fun to kind of check that out. Lots to talk about there, too. But thanks for checking us out. Um, Check out all the other podcasts on the network. Uh, Check out all the articles on the network. I mean, I think there are six of them today. And it's July, mid-July. So this tells you how, how much great content is coming from behindthecurtain.com. So thanks for checking out the show. Uh, we'll see you again next week for Paul and Joe. This is Chris. Have a great day, everybody. Oh,
1: how it rips me, but love makes me live for
4: tomorrow. and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. BGW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
4: Life's better with American
1: Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life.
0: American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com.